0: What's up warriors? I'm Kaylee. And I'm Betsy. And this is the Not Your Mama Pod. The Not Your Mama Pod are not medical doctors. We don't have them fancy degrees that should be looked for when you're looking for an expert to help you with your physical or mental health. So please, Listen to us, enjoy us, but do not take our word as fact. Find yourself an expert, make sure you get the help you need. We fully encourage you to find a way to live your best, healthiest life. So, disclaimer once again, we are not doctors. (laughs) Enjoy this episode. What's up, warriors? Today is a very special day. We have our first guest of 2023. Woot, woot. woot. Uh, woot, woot. And honestly, I think this might be our most distinguished guest thus far. So I'm not putting the pressure on your shoulders, but we are in (laughs) awe of you. We're excited to talk to you.
1: What did Uh, I do? Like, seriously, like, (laughs) well, you showed up. Like, at that least least oh, okay. first,
0: I think at least <laughs> our most published. Most How about part. our most right.
2: published person?
0: <laughs> so I'll let Jay do some of the introductions to himself, but headliner here, he is on to speak to us about child free wealth, which he um, is the founder of. He has a book about child free wealth. He's been published in some huge, huge publications, way more a uh, professional than not your mama so we're just honored <laughs> to have him on here but Jay I'll let you introduce yourself and how you identify in this kid free kidless world.
2: I also do yeah. want to add as a note that Jay was a co-sponsor of the Childless Collective correct yes. so yep. if any of you uh, joined the Childless Collective I had a little well yeah, you did uh, speaking part there um, so Jay, thank you for that. That's such a huge thing for so many people in our community. So we appreciate that
0: very much so. I'm happy awesome. to be here and
1: happy to help. I do um because of because I am a financial planner, I'm a certified financial planner, I have to give a disclaimer. Anything I do here is just for education, entertainment. So, you know, do whatever you want with it, but it's not financial advice. Um, you know, it's just kind of you know this world, we have to have disclaimers for everything. Yes. But uh I appreciate you having me on here. A little my story. So my wife and I are child free, and you know, we can pick on terms all day long and you know which terms fit and for us it was one of those things where my wife had a 50 50 chance of dying if she got pregnant so that kind of made our choice for us early on yeah. um i'll be frank i didn't really know the term child free time or ch- even "childless." like just it was just we were just it wasn't gonna happen didn't
0: have kids. no <laughs> kids in your future
1: you know like i just wasn't chancing my wife dying that's just kind of how it
0: worked out we, applaud and, you know, we respect that <laughs>
1: Okay, we can go on some serious side trips, but I'll tell you, it's been very interesting to see people's reactions to that. Yeah, you know, what do you um,
0: feel like? Is it more? I, would guess people from the community probably just like relate and giggle and appreciate more than being sad. I'm guessing more the parental world is like sadness showing you that empathy, but I may be wrong. This is like my. Parents. All right. Yes. Let me
1: tell you one funny story. So. <laughs> um we went to get married and Mm -hmm. my wife grew up catholic i grew up methodist and and i'm not going down the religion path but it doesn't matter so we go to get married and her family's like hey you know get married catholic church we'll take care of everything you know we're young and dumb at that time who knows so we go to the church and say you know you have to do all the meetings they say hey um you have to agree to raise your kids catholic and we said that's fine we're not having any and they said oh no 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 you have to agree to have kids (laughs) and raise them catholic what
0: yeah,
1: we I You mean, couldn't get married in the Catholic me. Church. They, they
2: turn down three churches. Learned, I've yeah, churches I very recently now? learned this. Yep. Um, my little sister is dating uh, we are we I grew up Baptist. So uh, my little sister is dating a Catholic. So I don't know, I mean, I don't know a lot of the rules and you know stipulations in the church, but um she said that his specific group is even against birth control, like mm-hmm. no preventative measures at yeah. all. So they just want you to have as many kids as you can.
1: <laughs> so my wife and I, because of an opportunity, you know, one of the bonus of being child free is you get to you know live your life and do what you want. And you know, she got a great job opportunity, to moved to 200 miles away. We moved to Mississippi recently, well, a year and a half ago. Let's say running a child free financial planning firm in a post Roe world in Mississippi is. Um, <laughs> A little bit of a challenge.
0: I cannot (laughs) even imagine. We're both in the Midwest and we have our complaints. So power to you. Props. Thank you for fighting the fight and explaining to the common man that no, you don't have a mini you and it's okay. You will grow old. You'll be happy.
1: You know, I've actually had to like change my whole company because of privacy concerns. Our governor came out and said, hey, we're not reading your mail or tapping your phones, but. I'm like, but <laughs> what?
0: But what is okay?
1: <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, right, so I, I, I did a, I don't know podcast or something, and somebody said, well, I give him credit for staying in Mississippi. And the debate we had was, do you stay and keep the fight up, or do you leave and go somewhere that matches your values? And it's a, I'm not saying it was the right answer, no matter what.
2: Right. Yeah. But it, right, it's, because if it's you're a, not doing it there, who is going to? Or like, I mean, is anyone? Is and also speak
0: up. I also have a little bit. Oh, I'm bullheaded. You'll meet me. Hi, I'm Kaylee. I'm bullheaded, <laughs> Betsy. <Bexie> will... <laughs> I don't think I can walk away from a fight. But I also am such a realist. I'm like, just gonna be a different evil over there. Screw them. At least I know this evil. I can take this evil on. I fight my fight. <laughs> like, but it's such a silly fight to have to have. It's I, I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I lived in the Midwest for a while and. Um... I had a, a staff member actually stop me in the hall and say, hey, I've been thinking about you and your wife. You two are really smart and you really should have kids. And I'm like, did you really just stop your boss in the hall and say you've been thinking about my sex life? Because that's really yeah. what you just did.
0: Yeah, I find that inappropriate.
2: <laughs> yeah, I um, obviously I'm coming at it from a different from infertility world. Yeah. And um, but that would be like toward the end when I was just so frustrated, that would be my response is I'm like, are you really asking me about my sex life? Like, are you really that interested? I can tell you what happens in my bedroom. (laughs) It feels weird to ask that.
1: I I mean, I have people ask the question and and I go, you know, they're like, why aren't you going to have kids? But I'm like, you really want to And I go, yeah, it's 50-50 chance my wife dies. And they go, oh. And I'm like, did you really want to ask that question? I mean, (laughs) the answer, are you sure you want it? Like,
2: And here here you learned that that's an inappropriate question or
0: statement to have. Are we at least really hope you learned or listened yeah. a little bit like all
2: right let me get let's get back on track
1: time. oh so, <laughs> so oh, we're wait. supposed to be doing like something like <laughs> no, uh, purpose is, I here think or, like,
2: i think jay you're supposed to be introing yourself
1: just a clarity so i call my company's child free wealth it's a financial life financial planning firm for what i call child free and permanently childless folks and i purposely call it that way because i was getting people like i don't have kids yet and i'm like well that's a that's a standard financial plan yeah when you the, the definition I'm using is you don't have kids and not planning on having kids. How you got there? That's your choice, your life.
0: Sure. you
1: know, whether it's choice or not or not by choice, doesn't matter. But your financial plan changes once kids are in, are in the picture. Yeah, and all of the financial advice out there assumes you have kids.
0: It does. You, or
1: you will have kids or that they're empty nest or yes. and, and my realization was that means all that advice is wrong.
0: yeah,
1: or just doesn't fit right or it's one size fits nobody. So that's why I had to like create this thing. And you're right. I did a book. I did a bunch of research because I wanted to know, are me and my wife weird? Or is it like, you know, everybody with us? Like we are weird. Okay. We're both PhDs. We're a little weird. You know, our dinner (laughs) conversation is different than most, but I found out, Hey, it's just a different way of life. It's a different life script, but that means it changes everything else. And that's the part that's bad. Okay. Were
2: you a standard financial planner before you're developing child-free wealth?
1: So I'm kind of in the weird, in the financial world, I come out okay. of coaching. So my PhD is in adult learning. So I came out of executive and finance and life coaching and all that fun stuff. Okay. And the reality check is people may more pay more for financial planning than they do for life coaching or other things. Yeah. But the reality, the other reality is you can't really separate your life and your finances. Like right. people try to, like oh these are my numbers and has no impact on my life no, so I'm uh in the financial world I'm considered a career changer and I guess I'm weird because I'm both child free and I didn't grow up in finance I don't know I mean I grew up broke I had no money I made mistakes I um uh, it it's a joke but it's true I earned my I made my first million by the time I was 21 and spent it by the time I was 25 so I've made more mistakes than most people <laughs> the only difference is I learned how to you know get make it work for me and also help others
0: I love That's that awesome. Yeah. And I love that there is a true gap and, you know, somebody is going after it in a different way, especially because I feel like, I mean, this is the first time I've ever even heard anybody think about that gap as an individual, as somebody who plans my life and plans my retirement and plans all that stuff. Yeah. I've fought with a lot of advisors going, I don't, I don't get that. Or, I mean, break it down to even like paying my taxes. I'm like, oh, there's all this money I'm never going to get a benefit from because I'm paying for the public school behind me. Right. So I really, really am intrigued. And I think our audience would really benefit just hearing not only what came out of your study and kind of how people ended up defining wealth, but also like your experience, things you'd advise them to you, maybe go find somebody to talk to a real, you know, get their specific advice. But before we jump into all that, I think it is important. Let's define how we're going to refer to as the term child free in this conversation, because as we know, our communities can define a little bit differently at times.
1: Yep. From a financial standpoint and purely, purely financial, I mean, that's not your life, is your finances are different, not having kids and don't plan on having kids. Yeah. By the way, if you have like stepkids or whatever, well, that's the standard plan. Paul, well, you know that's that's one for everybody else. The when I talk about child free finances, it's saying hey, not going to happen. Let, let me give let me give you an example. I'll I'll pick on Betsy for a second, then I'll pick on Kaylee in a minute. You're good. Uh, so Betsy, this is going to sound a little morbid, but go with me. <laughs>
2: You're fine. Right. You, I love morbid.
1: <laughs> when you die, mm-hmm. do you care about how much money you pass on to somebody else?
2: No, I not at all. Kaylee, nah.
1: Cool. The standard financial plan assumes you want to give money to somebody.
2: Right. That makes sense.
1: So here's the fun part of this one. If you decide, there's a book out there, uh, it's actually called Die with Zero, uh, which might help you. That has some kids in there, but we can work with the concepts. But the concept is at the end, I want my last hundred bucks in my hand. You know, my nephews can have whatever's left over, but I don't care if they get $100, $1,000. If they get $100,000, I made a mistake somewhere. Like, I don't want to give them a lot of (laughs) money. (laughs) You know, and that's what I hear out of the child-free community. And and by the way, I'm going to use child-free as as my overall arching, but it's child-free and childless together. So, okay, cool. If you don't care about how much money you have at the end, that changes your entire financial plan. Yeah. Right. And Kaylee, you said, well, what about retirement? Well, here's the fun one. What I'm finding is most or a lot or many, I don't know, we'll look at the math numbers of child-free folks don't care about retirement. Spot on. So you'll hear about this FIRE, financial independence, retire early. Now, in child-free communities, it's what I call file financial independence, live early. It's about dialing work to that right amount and living your life early rather than going, I'm going to work 20 years, get the watch and retire. Yeah. So cool. So I just threw away estate planning at the end and retirement, which are the two bedrocks of financial planning and said, cool, let's do it completely different. That's the difference that people go, huh? I get to people all the time. They reach out to me and go, Well, I'm weird. All right. And they say, <laughs> I don't care where my money goes. I don't care about retirement. Um, I'm worried about long-term care, like all that. And I go, You're completely normal for the people I serve. Yeah.
2: For this specific, yeah.
1: Pocket you might be market weird market. in the big picture. Probably, yeah. Like, if you're Googling how much money should you have by the time you're 40, that's the standard yeah. plan.
0: Yeah,
1: right. You're weird there. You're not weird. Within the whatever we call it, 20% of the US that's child free.
0: Exactly. That's the difference. I now realized the question, what are you gonna do when no one's around to take care of you when you're older? I'm just gonna immediately go, I don't have to leave any money to them. I already have it. I'll have it. I'm good. I'm set. Yeah. <laughs> like you not you'll you'll saving have your own money for hiring people.
1: <laughs> not only did I not to. spend the
0: money raising a child, now I don't have to give them stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah, I always get this question. Who's going to take care of you when you're older? I hate this question. I have a love this question. I'm not sure which. And the reason why I hate and love it is it implies someone's expecting someone to take care of them. Right. So let's, let's start with that. So the, that assumption itself is bad. Mm-hmm. And then they throw it out at us. Okay. And here's the, the actual numbers. Here's the stats. In the US, adults 55 and older. The census used the term childless. We'll use that. They said in childless people 55 and older. get any financial support from their family. So that's like nothing. Yeah. Okay. In the same adults, 55 and older, 1.5% of parents get any support from their family. For those not following the math, they get less than us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The difference is we know we have to worry about it and fix it. Others are like, oh, my kids or my family will take care of me. And there's that assumption this Little is not Susie
0: true. will let me move in. Little Susie has a guest room for me.
1: Don't worry, Kaylee, your mom's moving in with you. So that's a separate discussion. Like,
0: <laughs> wait, not me. Cab- that's all you.
1: <laughs> no, I, it, it's, I, I'm, it's I'm actually- gonna go buy
0: a one-bedroom cabin in uh, Cuba <laughs> to enjoy my child-free life. <laughs> I am in.
1: The caring for parents, family is so common. I mean, it's a, it's an everyday discussion with my clients because yeah. you get the what I call the financial bingo well, you don't have kids, so you can take care of mom.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh.
1: Nobody's living with us.
0: (laughs) I agree firmly.
1: (laughs) I might put some money into that nice nursing home for her. but
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's worked out in my plan. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the study you did and some of the data you put out, because I think our community really would hit home with those messages. I actually, when I was reviewing this a little while back, I was texting with Betsy and I was like, yeah, this is all spot on. Yep. That's how I define the word wealth. Like it just felt like somebody took our voices and put them in a paragraph with data and numbers to support it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's how we feel. So uh, let's just start with like, what's some of your key takeaways or things you found surprising? And then we'll kind of ask questions.
1: So let's start with the big one. And and, you know, Kaylee kind of gave you guys a hint. I do a bunch of press out in the public and I'm always talking about child-free stuff to financial people and others. And it's always more interesting talking to people that aren't in the community. That's a separate discussion. But the first one, I guess, well, you're child free, you're rich. No, <laughs> right. no, no. The data says no. Income disparities exist in the child free community just as the rest of the world. Yep. The actual data says that single childless women may have a slightly higher net worth, like a couple thousand dollars when they're over 55, but not enough to matter. Yeah. It, and that might be part of because we don't care about where it's going at the end that's one of my theories but yes. the other thing is this assumption that making you know because you're not paying for kids you have a whole lot of money it, is wrong you know right. the way i say it is there are child-free folks that are barely keeping their out above water and if they had a, if they had a kid they would drown yeah that's yeah. just it, it, it's it does not you know like i'm child-free and the the money fairy comes and drops money on your desk it's just that
0: would be nice but <laughs> but
1: well, there's that have... assumption out there yeah
0: and it's so crazy to me because if you think about how society at least in the United States is built out it's parent-centric so everything I'm paying into if there was an advantage advantage or a give back I don't qualify as a single woman with no kids or married couple with no kids or whatever you know without that parent-centric Key that blues check mark saying, Oh, yeah, you have a kid, here's some money back. Like it really doesn't benefit me. So, unless I am building my wealth and I have an advantage as you know, wherever I'm working or my education, and I'm able to be self made, that's on me, just as it is as an individual of a child. There's no different circumstance there, right?
1: Yeah. And by the way, it actually even doesn't work for parents because when you're talking about I don't know, somewhere close to $300,000 to raise a kid for the first 17 years, the tax breaks aren't worth it. Like the math doesn't yeah. work, but you're right. The government and taxes are designed to influence people to make decisions, yeah. which currently is a pronatalist approach. Right. Um, you Yeah. Know, like for example, social security, if we don't have continual growth of the population, social security is going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. But it just It's built on constant growth. Okay. Well then that means those of us who don't have kids, we don't technically get penalized, but we don't get any benefit to go with it. So it's yeah. like I don't know. There's a whole bunch of workforce and DEI initiatives around, you know, don't abuse your child free folks. But yeah. um right. The the from a tax standpoint, there's not much you're gonna get.
0: Yeah. It's always interesting to me. So, so the, the study-, study that you
2: did. I mean, I'm sure you've probably done several more, but this one is um, specifically titled being child-free may not make you rich, but it may make you happy. So what led you to um, do this study? And like, do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so I actually uh, did two different parts of this. I did a planal survey and also did interviews with people. And really what I found is all of the money, like uh, what's your net worth and what's your debt, just assumes you all have kids. So I was like, Mm -hmm. maybe let's dive into it. Some of the things I found, money wise, not a huge difference. There might be a little difference in debt. You know, when child free, have a little less debt. But the interesting one, and you got it in the title there. I did an open answer. I said, "Are you happy with your life?" Like, let's just ask. Let's just go ahead and ask the big question. Ninety four percent of people said yes. Yeah. And the, the the ones who said no were kind of like, "It's not because I'm child free. It's because you know the world sucks, or you know like." Right. Yeah. dealing with issues but 94
2: percent ge- is tremendous a tremendous amount
1: it tremendous and, and if you look at the general population you usually see 50 60 percent are happy with their lives
0: mm-hmm.
1: now we can't compare study to study because of design but you're talking about people that just go yeah i'm good yeah that's surprising remember i i did this study in the you know kind of towards the end of the covid world which was a challenge for everybody and even in yeah. light of that people are like yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. I'm I'm happy with my life. That yeah. says something. And and it, it goes against bad. that that um assumption. So one of the reviewers for my book wrote this way. He said, the book is interesting because it shows a lack of regrets. Because yeah. there's always that question, are you gonna regret?
2: Yeah, no. that definitely is a big question.
1: Did and say, I would
2: be no. I would be really curious to hear the other side of it mm-hmm. if parent if how many parents regret their decision. And I know many, many don't, but I know that there are several, many who do. You so can find it, some to omit it. <laughs> yeah, but 94% is extremely impressive number.
0: So I don't think it's that shocking to me. If you would have asked me, because I'm childless by circumstance, if you would have asked me when the choice of parenthood was not happening, when I was in the you know war zone of trying to make it happen and then through the mourning process. I didn't see a way to be happy in life, period, for a very long time. But as I heal and I'm beyond that, I'm like, that's a no brainer. It's 95, 94% because to me, I've had to overcome. I've had to do the self-work. I've had the time to invest in myself. I have a knowledge of myself. That I don't think I would have ever gained had I had children when I started that process. And so now I'm like, well, of course I focused yeah. on me. I'm good. And I, I hear that a lot. Um,
2: so my Instagram is focused primarily on people who are childless after infertility as well. And I hear that like from people who are newly in that world, like I'm never going to be happy. I'm never going to feel good. And I'm like, no, I swear. I swear yeah. you will. You just have to hang on. You have to do the work. You have to just embrace it. And um, it's a cool
0: life. <laughs> like, yeah. And then my child free by choice friends, man they're cool. They're they're (laughs) cool as humans. Like, I'm so blessed to know them because I'm like, you've given me the visual that I could be happy again. You've, you've shown me that you're worthy as you, as a human. Now I've got to embrace it in my own way, but man, they've been happy from day one. Like, come on now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised. I interviewed these people and like at 21, they decided they were child-free by choice and, you know, were sterilized and you know, and I'm like, I knew nothing when I was 21. I'm just, yeah, I, no. I, I knew nothing. Like <laughs> I can't even imagine what my life was like then. And, and no, nope, they're good with it. And, and so I also asked the question now, mind you, I surveyed child-free folks. That was yeah, mm-hmm. the name of the company. So that's where it went. I asked, well, why'd you choose? And the interesting thing was most more than half had more than one reason. Mm-hmm. Like it was a very well thought out process It's kind of a the general theme. Yeah. And I think one of the oh, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I'm sorry. I was gonna say I think one of my favorite things, like flipping through your actual book, is that there's so many different reasons. Yeah. Like it's not just one reason, like people aren't, you know, people just don't hate hate kids. Like there's so many, many different reasons that you can choose to be child free or end up child free.
1: Yeah, I, I love this assumption about hate kids. And um, you know, it's I actually was out like checking out some financial planning software for my company. They said, Hey, what do you do? I specialize in helping child free folks. And the guy he goes, Oh, so you hate children. And I'm like,
0: you know, are like, yes, I
2: would try- like to kick them.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to buy stuff from you, and this is where you're gonna go. You're gonna judge, you know, my whole population.
0: Cool. Wow.
1: <laughs> well, the truth is, just over 13, just shy of 14% said, Yeah, they just don't like kids.
0: Yeah. And, but that's and 14%. That's, like, okay.
1: that's not like 95%. Right.
0: And also you're allowed to not like kids. Like it's some of them are not okay like it's okay
1: (laughs) I I just don't want the judgment of everybody that way you know that's my you know I just
0: think it's crazy that they have to uh, automatically go to like you're hateful you're mean you're spiteful that's why you're not doing this thing rather than it's okay that you don't really like kids
1: I don't really like adults I'll I'll challenge (laughs) you on this one Kaylee so go ahead and on whatever social media you want post the word child free in an ad so oh, let me give you a kind of a little fun with this one. So I posted on uh, Reddit, I'll call them out. And I said, Hey, share with me what your child free wealth life is like. I just want to know this is for the book. I'm doing the study. I'm, it got flagged as hate speech, hate directed at me, hate directed at groups. I'm like, What? Like all this says is share your child free life. Yeah. And I mean, getting flagged moments after it's there.
0: Yeah. yeah. People think you're like, uh, the biggest one we get is we're teaching the youth not to embrace their like full potential. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, by the way, some youth's uteruses also don't work. Like it's okay to let them know they're, they're worthy. Or we get, oh, you're using that wrong. It's not a bad term. It's me showing that I get time away from my kids. And I was like, okay, just say you're not with your kids. Like you don't get yeah, mad they're... at me for saying I have a lifestyle interesting there are so many people who are just angry
2: at people who live a different life than you no matter what yep. the reason is so um yeah I mean I've gotten that on my reels like you should adopt you're not doing your your job to help the population by adopting and I'm like well I don't want to adopt so <laughs>
0: <laughs> also my am also saying I get to love my life a little bit more why are you attacking me
1: yeah I, I shared that we had a, a new Corinne joined my team new team member and she got an MBA and, a, and she's a certified financial planner. And they're like, you really need an MBA and a CFP to help those childless souls. And, and I'm like, <laughs> so we're not allowed good service because of who we are. So then I made the mistake. I am not social media. I link that to you too. Like, I just am not great at that. But so then I made the mistake of going, no, you know, we provide great service. Blah. And this person just goes down this path. Well, if you don't have kids, then we're not going to have warriors and taxpayers. I'm like. So, you're saying we got to have kids so we can send them to war. Is yeah, that really most, what you're just like? I want the their life and their money. I'm <laughs> like, I, all I was saying, if you're child for your childless, I'm here to help. Yeah. But that's
0: obviously bad. Like, that's very bad. crazy. It's crazy. Like, yeah.
1: Like, I have this, like, saying. part of me that, like, just wants to get off of all social media and just never go back on. Like, it's just,
0: i'm about that accessible. way I every mean, like wednesday
1: thursday of each week
0: now <laughs> it's hard. are you
2: on instagram jay
1: i have a there's one there and i don't <laughs> okay. know what the heck it's doing but you know okay. like, <laughs> okay.
2: there's one that exists I, cause um, I was thinking that um during the childless collective that you weren't tagged in anything so in my head you didn't have an instagram so that's good to know
1: I brought uh, actually Katie from the Childless Collective's helped me on my marketing and she's helping me on the social media and all that. So now I'm getting with the time, but I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm the old crotchety man, white man that I just can't get the social media. I just just (laughs) have no time to fight. I swear, like, do you really want your financial planner spending their time on social media fighting with trolls or do you want them like doing real work? Like, I I I would
2: rather them get educated and like know what they're doing. I don't know.
0: I, was
1: like, uh, I, I just can't do it. Like yeah. you two can just do it and send them to my, send them to me or something. I <laughs> we, got fine, you. We, we
0: got you. Uh jumping back to your reasons, So I do like that. Like I like the fact that people talk about um the you know the good of the environment, the future, the populace, there's wars, the reasons why they don't agree with it, their financial situations, um maybe they just don't want to, maybe they have chronic illnesses or diseases they could pass on. Like there was a whole slew of reasons. Yes. And I was like, I relate to those. I've seen those. And then at the end, I just had a chuckle to myself because I said, I don't think if I asked a parent why they reproduced, I'd get more than like two reasons. So we have some very well thought out, very like data on paper reasons why we aren't able to reproduce, don't want to reproduce. And it just makes me go, okay, it's because we're getting pressure to like explain
1: ourselves. Well, so I opened it up, I just questions, you know, why did you choose? And I let them answer. And some people gave me like paragraphs and thesis of their information. And I think you're right. There's, there's a lot more thought that goes into it for the people that are child for your childless. And the more interesting ones, you're right. The medical and then the psychological, and then there's also a category I call trauma, Yeah. which is like, you know, the way I was raised, the, the, the situations, my life, what I've been in, I don't want to pass that on. And I was like, that's really, really mindful. Like, you know, you understand your own being, where you've been, what you're carrying for. And you're like, you know what? I'm not passing that generational trauma on. And I was like, wow, that's way more thought than I've ever put into it. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's great. And I think the hard part is, you know, the differences between people making their own choices for medical or psychological reasons Versus people making the choice for them—that's a separate yeah. thing. But you talk about the, you know, the discussion, and I'm like, that's mindful. Yeah. You're doing the right thing. And you know what? Every one of the reasons is valid. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what it is. You could just never have wanted them, and cool. Or you could wanted to follow your career. You know, the old school was, oh, I'm going to be a career lady. You know, or, or you know, that was the old, you know, well, I'm choosing a career. No, it's not exactly one for one. But it's just a thoughtful process. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's very much people doing what's right for them or like, you know, I say a lot that I don't even think I ever realized it was a choice because Mm -hmm. that was not a thing in my life. It was like, you grew up, you got married, you had kids. Like that's what everything, that's what everyone did. That's what every, I've never seen any different. Mm -hmm. So for me to not be able to, it was like a huge thing. And then I was like, wow, I could have made this decision all along. And then I might have, I very well could have made this decision because we have a really good life and I very much enjoy our life. And you know, even my husband called me just before I started and he's like, another good reason we don't have kids right now is he's like, I just passed like a Santa's village. And he's like, there's probably 250 kids lined up. I was like, can you imagine waiting in line for your kid to cry on Santa's lap?
1: Well, well, you got to be careful here because if you give that idea too much, my wife's going to take the dog to Santa's village, which the, she should. I can totally <laughs>
0: support that. Yeah. Okay, we <laughs> yeah, have two mastiffs. You're not going to get so a lot of like... here. <laughs> so you can give them like really cute hats, scarves. Yeah, yeah we're. We'll help you pick out outfits. So, we're all so we for had, it.
1: <laughs> we we had a pug and he passed, unfortunately. But for a while, he actually became our elf on the shelf. So we put a hat on him and he was on the mantle. So we would oh, take random no. photos of him being the elf on the shelf, random places. That's um, hilarious. There were those who like looked at us, that's wrong, but I'm like, what? He's just chilling out. Just sitting
0: on a shelf. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so another thing out of your, I think it was more out of the questions that people answered, but part of your study was- you also ask them in a way how do they define wealth or like what is that that it's maybe not financial what is that benefit they get from child-free life so let's talk through some of those because we love them
1: so here's the bottom line you know let's you know spoiler alert let's jump to the end the bottom line for living a life of child-free wealth means you have the time money and freedom to do what you want
0: yeah
1: by the way that doesn't mean you're rich like i have a lot of money but i have the money to do what i want time and i was like ooh, that's that's meaty, you know, like, yeah. and everybody has their own spin on that, you know, so I have people, I want to donate my time and money or whatever, or I want to go back to school. I got people want to go back to school. I want to become a librarian. I want to do cool. They get to follow their passions. Yeah. And, and part of that is, and Betsy was alluding to this is we have this standard life script that says you go to school, you, you get married, you buy a house, you get kids, you you know, there's like all those things you standard do. Yeah. And the child-free folks, follow that script until something went off. yeah. And I got people in their fifties going, how did I get to this career? And like, forget it. I'm just going to quit that. And I'm going to go be a writer or I'm going to go do whatever. And I'm like, that's real wealth. Like you yeah. can do what you want with your life yeah. so much so that when I work with clients, I say, figure out the life you want first, then figure out your finances. And that's backwards of the way you're supposed to, do it, but that's okay. It works. But when I get to people, I, we actually have a thing i talk about called the child-free midlife crisis. When you realize you got to, you've gotten to your personal professional financial goals and then what? <laughs> and there's like this moment where like they stare at me and they're looking around the room. Like, what do I do with the rest of my life? Yeah. Well, the standard script is you put your time and effort into your kids. Yeah. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up is what I'll ask. And they're like, well, I'm 60. I'm like, yeah. And like that has nothing to do with growing up. Like it's not, a, it's not a yeah. magic age. What do you want yeah. to do with the rest of your life? And they're like, Oh, and that's where there's no guidebook of, well, what is a, you know, we can get technical. You know, what does self-actualization look like? Or what's a life look like without kids well-lived?
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we'll figure that out over time. Yeah, But I think it's just a different set of options.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think this podcast is a prime example of that. We have the time to pursue a passion we formed good relationships out of it but it's something that like on a whim we decided to change a huge portion of our life and commit time to and it's at least led me into a lot of areas of hey in the future maybe I don't want a corporate nine to five maybe I can turn this in do I know exactly what I want to do yet nope I'm testing waters until I find the one I want I, have I can that tell freedom. you I don't
2: I would I would just
0: like to be a stay-at-home dog mom <laughs> I mean, I can do that too, but I, I am a little overactive to sit.
1: <laughs> you, at, yeah. As as one person in the book called it, they she wanted to be a lady of leisure. I yes. Like, yes,
0: I love that. Okay. I, I,
1: I, I don't really know what that is, but I like it. Like, like, that just, I was like, you know, like, for example, with couples, I'll often get to, you know, and I'm sitting down with them, and you realize in a couple probably they can live off one income. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, cool. Why don't we embrace what my wife and I call the gardener and the rose? One person's growing, one person's kind of
2: I wanted you to talk about this, so.
1: Yep. And and by the way, part of it is you're taking turns. Yeah. You know, so right now it's my wife's turn to grow and be the rose. When it's my turn, we're going to go live in a boat somewhere. Or, you know, we're going to do something different, but you can take these turns. And what happens in couples, I explain this and they're like, all right, who needs to grow? And usually- The person who's going to be the gardener knows who the rose needs to be. Yeah. The rose doesn't want to be it though. It's a, it feels selfish. Yeah. Like I'm going to take my turn growing. Yeah. But I've done this with couples and I'm like, okay, cool. Quit your job. Let's go find what you want to do for, you know, and we'll take a sabbatical. take six months off or whatever. I feel like, like, sorry. We're good. I
2: feel like it's really important for me to say that this is exactly where my husband and I are in our life. Um, He was able to leave a very high stress job because we can live on one income and I'm really grateful for that. So, you know, he's figuring out what he wants to do right now. And I'm extremely thankful that we are able to do this. And if we had kids, we couldn't, there's not a, not yep. a chance. Yep.
1: Now, mind you, he might not like being called the Rose, but we can, you know, have a conversation. Yeah. Oh,
0: he's a Rose. He likes that.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the actual, uh, the original term is called like and the flower, but my wife is better than a flower. so She's the Rose. So oh, that's why I love you know, that. So, Love. but where I'm going, with this is, that's, that's, a great example. The the question is now, what does he want to do with his life? Right. And the hard part is our nature is we go back to the standard script. Yep. I need to work that nine to five. I need to do yeah. 20 years. I do. And I'll do finance with people. And I'm like, you know what you could do instead is just retire right now. And they're like, I can't. I'm like, no, you're fine. Financially. I'm like, no, I can't. I have to work another, you know, and like, it's just in their brains. Yeah. Or the other one, I get. Well, well, my degree is in. Who cares what your degree is in? Yeah. You want to go lo- open a florist shop? Go open a florist shop. I don't okay. care. And they're like, well, but I did all this school. Yeah, that's cool. It got you <laughs> somewhere, right? <laughs> you don't have to stick to it. Yeah. Because you have that flexibility. What do you want the next forty years of your life to look like?
2: Yep. And th- yeah. And that's
1: hard for people.
2: I, think- yep, I really love that analogy, though. Is that yeah. you know one person is growing while the other person is you know, keep essentially keeping it stable, yeah. and then you switched roles. I
0: I and do I really love each that. Other. and I relate to that corporate scheme a lot. I actually um, had a very corporate, very global job for ten years, and I grinded, and left that. Went to a startup to from an IT role to operations. Now I'm in sales at a different job. And when I explained kind of these moves to my father, he's like, you don't do that. Like the guys have been in the same industry his entire life. And I said, why not? This is how I'm getting more money. This is what's supporting my lifestyle. This is a benefit. Like this last job was, this is how I have a less stressful life so I can enjoy my life while I'm in it. And it's been pretty interesting for me to kind of advocate for that and be like, when I, 10 years ago, I was the most corporate hungry, climbing the ladder human, worked 70 hours you know, God abuse nine to five every single day to be that person because I was the storybook. And over time, I was like I don't really have to love my job. These are the things that are important to me about my job. It's not necessarily like my passion. If I found one, cool. But my benefits and my lifestyle, I want to like enjoy today a lot more than I want to just grind for forty years. Yeah, so
1: and that's where. Ta- yeah, with, I was gonna say. Me. So
2: let's talk about the file versus
1: fire thing yeah so file is financial depends liberally it's that dimmer switch for work and that's really what you're talking about kaylee so yeah. here's some fun stats gen x gen y and i hate using generations but just it works go with me non-boomers is they will have seven significant career changes in their life career changes not job changes like i want to do something else so that's normal that's whole like the old schools you can't be a job jumper well yep. Average tenure a job now is somewhere like two, three, four years. It is. It's not twenty or thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So final is that that adjustment? And great example is in the book. Uh gentleman's name is Ryan in the book, and, and he retired in his early 40s and then was like, and now what? Like, where's the challenge? Where's life? Where's so he went back, opened his own marketing company. He never works more than 25 hours a week, never before 10, and never on Friday. And when I talked to him, he was going to Palm Springs with his wife and his dog, and they were going to work from there.
2: I love
1: that. that, I'm like, he got it. I'm not that good yet personally, but I'm working towards that direction. But that's the file lifestyle.
0: Yeah.
1: And what's interesting is that'll change your entire financial plan because maybe what you do is invest in yourself instead of the stock market, your retirement plan. Yeah. So maybe you go back to school, you learn something, or you switch jobs. Maybe you take less pay, which is a way of investing in yourself.
2: Yeah.
1: Which by the way, that one freaks people out. I'm like, mm-hmm. take a pay cut. And they're like, no, I can't. I'm like, yes, you can. You'll be happier. Because what happens, uh, see, Kaylee gets it. Yeah, so here's I did the, it. Here, people get the people get this magic number. I gotta make a hundred grand or some like random six figure number. And they go, that'll fix everything. Well, it won't. I'm just yeah. telling you, it doesn't. The magic number doesn't work. But really what you're telling me is there is a number that you're willing to accept to be miserable. Yeah. I don't know what that number is. And I'm going, okay, cool. You spend, oh, a third of your life at work-ish. Yeah. So you're telling me if I pay a hundred grand, you're willing to be miserable for a third of your life. And they go, no. I'm like, but that's what you told me your job is. Yeah.
0: And I can't credit my own knowledge for coming to this, having a chronic illness where stress makes you literally be bedridden. I kind of came to it and like ran to the brick wall, but I made adjustments and I haven't been happier.
1: Absolutely. And, and and my thing is, and this is kind of tongue in cheek, but go with it, is Marie condoing your life. What brings you joy? If it doesn't bring you joy, get rid of it. Be yep. like, well, but I studied for this job and I worked hard for this job and I've gone up the ladder. I'm like, cool, you did. Congratulations. You got the award. Now, what do you want to do with the rest of your life?
0: Right, Yeah. Uh. (laughs) yeah I don't think we put enough value because the parent-centric world you always have a next thing to get to the job the house the child the graduation the college oh yeah now you want to have retirement and you want grandkids you want like it's a never-ending thing but as a childless individual I've been able to go I just want to be happy like right now I just want to be happy I'm gonna I'm gonna do things that better my soul I'm gonna do a good job at whatever I'm doing, but like, I don't really care where I am in 50 years. Honestly, I may not even care to be here in 50 years, depending on how much fun I can still have. Right. Like that's the whole purpose for
1: me. Yeah. And, and by the way, people will say to you, oh, you're, you're being selfish or childish. I get both of those. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, no, like, seriously, first of all, if you want to call me selfish, I don't care. Go ahead. I, yeah, like, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> selfish is not care.
0: a negative term like society makes it, for real.
1: Whatever. But I'm like, okay, cool. So what you're really saying is it's wrong for me to be happy in my life. Is that really <laughs> what you're saying? And they're like, no, but, but, but I'm like.
2: It's, yeah, it's wrong because you're doing it different than
1: other
0: people do it.
1: You and- do it the wrong way. Yes, yeah, you it's sit the wrong with us,
0: way, and it doesn't make any sit sense. with us is what i just heard them say with
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets that way and it, it's funny i joke about it i i talk about two taboo topics child free and money
0: yeah and
1: those two together are like the the super taboo and i'm like really i just want people to live their best life yeah and if that means they get to you know you know my my goal for this year is buy a nice boat for myself and you know, that's not a great financial decision, but I enjoy it. Yeah. So guess what? I'm going to do it. And they're going to, well, how can you get that? Cause I work hard and I want to do it. It's yeah. Awful.
0: I think it's really easy. Like, again, I preach this nonstop on our show, but if we could just like understand your lane, my lane, we don't have to care about each other's lanes. You know, it's really not that big of a deal. I started using the um, example of when you're in the gym, if you work out, you're lifting a weight, you think, everybody's looking at you, but in reality, no one even knows you're there. It's the same thing in life. Like until we have that face-to-face, a difference in opinion, or you are jealous of something that my lifestyle allows me to do, you wouldn't even notice me not impacting you at all. Actually, I'm probably giving you, you know, one less person in line, one more, one more thing for you to go get that serves your life as being a parent, you chose to have kids. These are things I'm choosing to do. Just different lanes. It's okay. We'll still completely get there different, at the end. completely different
2: lifestyles. I mean, you can't even compare really apples to apples because they're very different. Which is why so I always think it's confrontational, right? Yeah, but I think yeah, that I... that's what's really cool about what you're doing, Jay, is that like you are specifically targeting a group that is so often in the background, so often just left behind.
1: Yeah. And by the way, I, with the financial people, I'm trying to just teach them not to be mean to child-free folks and you know, say stupid <laughs> stuff. But, you know, Thank you. <laughs> but but I'm with you, Kaylee, about the lanes. And the way I look at it is, the way I say it is, I don't get a vote in your life. You don't get a vote in mine. Yep. That's all. You don't get a vote in how I spend my money. I don't get a vote in how you spend yours. That's your choice. And, and now, by the way, there are those who will you know, argue, well, what about the overall population? okay yeah whatever like seriously we're going a little crazy there you know at some point I'm living mine you live yours yeah and we leave each other okay yeah you know I can guarantee you
2: the the one child that I may have had wouldn't impact the population that
0: much (laughs) especially when Susie just had her 12 like we (laughs) now she some of averages here you guys
1: (laughs) So, I, I don't um, know. I, I'm just like, why can't we all just be happy and live our own lives? And, and you know, everybody's struggling. Everybody's got struggles. Yeah. Everybody's got happiness. We don't have to compare each other's happiness or struggles. The fun part of the book and the study and all that I put out is part of that is so I can talk to the public and go, by the way, child-free people are out here. Yeah. Because I think what I'm finding, and this is just kind of, who knows, maybe it'll fit you too or not. A lot of people out there are child-free and don't know they are.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Like they don't know the term exists. They don't know the community exists. They don't. So I get these calls and, and I, I did um, same day market watch and wall street journal did a article on child-free finances and all that. And I get people reach out to me. They go, that's me. And I'm like, yeah. okay. I didn't know it was me. And I was yeah. like, yep. Welcome. Come on in. Yeah. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, and I think that's the hard part is having those conversations yeah. Outside of our social media bubbles.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why you're so interesting to have on it because yeah. we were talking to you, you, and we we're looking at your material, and it's really twofold, right? You are advocating, you're educating on the child-free lives. Because if you don't set that level of understanding, you can't even explain to the general population why your financial assistance adds value. Right. Yep. And then from being in that corner and being in that community, I hear you talk and I go, this should have been a day one. Like all of us should have had a financial advisor. If you work with one that understood your lifestyle from day one, not even a thought for me or most of the people I know. So there's also this huge value added where we don't even see the gap. We just have a frustration here or there and we just keep moving.
1: So here's a fun one for those of you that are, do have financial planners or work with people. Um, and, and- and, you know, I'm, I'm not judging anyone. I'm just say, just ask the question. How is my life different Because I'm child free. Yeah. The worst answer you'll get is, well, you'll change your mind. If that answer comes out, like just,
2: just walk out, <laughs> you know,
1: like so, or, well, it's the same. If you get that answer, once again, walk out.
0: Yeah. If they
1: go, I don't know, I'm actually okay with that answer. Right. Because I'm out there, you know, trying to train some financial planners and to do this and talking to them or you get the answer. Well, let me think about it. It's a still an okay answer. Yeah. But most of the time, the answer is it's not it different.
0: Doesn't. Yeah.
1: It, and it, it's funny. Uh, it, it, it There's this like extremes in finance. I, I was at a financial conference the other day and um, I was watching it virtually and I'm kind of like half watching because the financial conferences are boring as heck.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I can judge it myself. And, I'm, <laughs> and like halfway through and the person speaking says, well, working with people without kids is the worst. And I, and like, my eyes are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like can scratch. I'm like, and just keeps going on. And I'm in the chat. Like, did he really just say that? And somebody else jumped on with me and we're talking. Well, think about it. If he had said any other group is the worst yeah. to work with, like it would have stopped the whole conference.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But
1: what he meant to say was, Hey, being child free, you have different estate planning options and wills and who's going to take, you know, who's going to make decisions. For you. There's a whole lot of complexity. Yeah. But you can't say a group of people is the worst. Right.
0: No, you get in yeah. trouble for <laughs> It sounds like I'm inexperienced and not the knowledge source on this. So I hate working with them because I don't know how to advise them.
1: This is someone who has got decades and decades of experience. Right. So it's just what is just that, a bias. You yeah. know, the bias is strong. Um, and, and probably a
2: preference. Like they have a set way that they like to do things. Yep. And a child free person doesn't fit
0: that.
1: Yep. Well, it, it, it's just all the assumptions that come with it and the judgments and all that. And yeah. Okay. I will probably never convince him that we should approach child free people differently, Right. but there's a whole lot of other people we can have the discussion and go, Oh, by the way, Yeah. you know, yeah. here's how And you I love
0: do. that you're doing that coaching and training in your own area of um, service. Cause I think that's one thing. Some people will see the hole and they'll go, I will fix this. But like, like you said, you're, you're so far away. You can't help everyone. You only have so many hours. You're trying to let your wife be the rose and work. You know what I mean? So at some point there has to be more people out there to help our community.
1: Well, and that's why I've actually had to like change my whole company. I started, I started off making a nice small company and just have a little fun for me. Yeah. And then there's such a huge need. I had to like expand it, expand staff and all that. And, I actually just launched a uh, self-directed product so people can learn it on their own. Got a uh, 15 courses, hundred videos, all that, because all the advice out there just doesn't fit. It's just, and I'm like, there's such a big hole to fill. I'm going, if I, you know, my company, we can handle a couple hundred people. Let's call it that. There's 20% of the U S population's child freight. Like seriously, there's a lot more, I can't handle anybody essentially in that equation. Right. You know, so I got to go teach others. Say all right, cool. We're all here. This is what we are, and let's just start with don't bingo us. Like you know, let's not let's not ask the common questions. Then we can work on how to actually help them better.
0: Yeah, that
2: I totally Uh, agree. Yeah. Well, this has been extremely informative, Jay. So we're really, really grateful that you're doing all the things that you're doing, and you know that we had an opportunity to read your materials, and um, you know, there was definitely some of the stories that I relate to. Very yeah. specifically. And um, I know that there's so many people out there who need this very targeted service. For um,
0: sure.
2: I was even trying to think. I'm like, we have a financial planner, but I'm pretty sure she's child free. So
0: I I'm sure that we've been treated different. Right? <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm sure we've been treated different from the start. Yeah, so I'm not even 100% sure, but I'm
0: like, I was like thinking, I'm like, I don't think they have kids. Yeah, and we just just hit the surface of so many different aspects of your life, of your career, of your, you know, service of everything. So why don't we wrap this up with you explaining, you know, how does our audience maybe work with you? Where you tell them to start if they want to find somebody in your field? Pro, uh, promote all your material and the hard work you've done because I think every single piece of it is important to our audience.
1: Yeah. So, I, as I started with social media, I'm not a social media expert. So, for those of you that are looking for social media, I do a little, but whatever. Uh, we'll go old school. Website is childfreewealth.com. Um, you can actually go there. We've got a whole bunch of articles and videos and things there uh, webinars every month, next month. And we've got the self-directed product. So you, for 50 bucks a month, you can learn it on your own. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have one-on-one. So like you have financial planners We're what's called an advice only financial planning firm. So we teach people how to do it. We don't do it for them,
0: yeah.
1: uh, which is a slightly different way of doing it, but it fits the child-free life because yeah. the goal is not to have the most money in the world. Uh, so we've got, uh, myself and Corinne, we've got two people right now that are what we call child-free wealth specialists they certified financial planners who are 100% dedicated to helping child-free folks. Betsy, you're probably right. Your child, your financial planner may check the box on child-free. And what's interesting is when you ask the question, you get like the hushed, oh, I'm child-free too. yeah, like, yeah like, <laughs> It's like you're in a cool club. <laughs> like a
2: super secret we'll call club.
1: Call it back. <laughs> um, so I think that the challenge is just making sure the advice fits you. Yeah. I think my caution for everybody that's watching is you gotta make sure your life is your life and your finances fit your life Yeah, Yeah. that's like the it it, there's there's like all these like standard check boxes ignore the one that says hey by 40 you have to do this right what you have to do is get to your goals and live your life yeah so we're happy to help you child for wealth we actually have um intro meetings that are free and you can get to know either Corinne or I and we can do that um and then also uh, you mentioned the book I've got on there. You can download a free ebook copy, Sign up for our newsletter and you get the, the ebook of Portrait of Child-Free Wealth. So you can read other people's stories. What's nice about that is you realize you're not so weird. Yeah.
2: Like, and you're not alone. It, I mean, yeah.
1: yeah. You know, and everybody struggled and some people are happy with it. And some people are struggling with it and that's okay. And, you know, you can figure out the life that matters to you, make your finance fit to it and go from there. And then, you know, if y'all figure out how to deal with the trolls on the internet, maybe you can tell me <laughs> that one. I, I, I haven't learned that one. You know, I, we well, just block move on.
2: Lots of, lots of kindness, lots of grace. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we say bye, just like we would to the financial advisor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hopefully not me. I don't know. No, <laughs> just the
0: one that says, you're just the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's. It's fun because I get to talk to child-free folks and go, "Oh, by the way, you should worry about your finances." They're like, "I don't want to talk about finances." You got financial people like we should talk about child-free, but like, I don't want to talk about child-free people. Like,
0: (laughs) who do I talk to? Who will be my friend? No, I'm just gonna keep
1: yelling into the wind and see what happens.
0: We appreciate you you speaking about it on our podcast because you know this whole start of 2023, we really want to push living your best life, finding your best life, whether you're childless by circumstance, where you're child-free, by choice, wherever you ended up, you you don't have kids. And we all have all understood that we are worthy. We have value. So we want to help our friends find a way to start their 2023 and the best way of serving you and your goals. And this plays directly into that hand. So we are forever grateful for you coming on yeah. sharing it. I'll link all of your website your article all those sort of things in the show notes so if you guys want you can check them out go check out his website otherwise i think just a huge thank you from us
2: yeah and i also want to thank katie for connecting us um yes. katie from chasing creation um we really appreciate it and you know this is a not even a topic that we probably would have thought like to to tap have, have on so it's such a cool thing and um jay thank you for being here
1: absolutely we